0: Powered by
1: Riverside. Welcome to Dance Talk with Joanne Carey, where the dance world connects, the conversations inspire, and where we are keeping them real. I'm your host, Joanne Carey, and today I'm joined with Emily Garrity from New York City Ballet. Emily's coming to us straight from rehearsal, but she's also coming from us straight from her recent promotion to principal dancer. So welcome and congratulations, Emily. Welcome to Dance Talk.
0: Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. I just want to ask you to give a little introduction and a little background about yourself to everybody, if you would.
0: Um... like where I'm from and all that
1: yes absolutely
0: okay um I was born in Danbury Connecticut and I grew up in Millbrook New York um I auditioned for SAB at 15 um I went to summer courses prior to that I think 13 14 and 15 and then I stayed um and I did three years there and then um I got my apprenticeship, and have been going
1: throughout the ranks of New York City Ballet. Yeah, which is exciting. Let's let's go back a little bit because um, a couple of things that you said. So you started um, with ballet, and that's correct, right? You started with ballet because I did. I actually I did tap, ballet, jazz. Mm-hmm. I did all that stuff. Yep, yeah, all the stuff when you were younger and when you were younger and study was your dream always to be in the ballet world was it always to be a ballerina how did that all come about um so at first no um my mom kind of just stuck me in ballet um sorry I that's okay we we welcome animals <laughs> um,
0: my mom stuck me in ballet because i was just hyperactive and wanted to give me something to do and i said that i would only do it if she did it so she started taking a tap class and in okay. order for me to take tap i had to take ballet
1: okay and i would say to
0: her i hate the stinky ballet
1: oh no that's so funny <laughs>
0: no. yeah. um, but over the years i feel like um my sense of self started coming in and I liked the perfection aspect
1: of the the focus and right? the strive for perfection,
0: I should say.
1: Right, right. And the discipline, the discipline of ballet and everything. Because sometimes it's hard for a young a young child to be in a ballet class because they're fidgety. You know, I'm speaking from the <laughs> from the teacher point of view. They're fidgety, they're focused, you know. So I, I find when someone really connects to it there's something going on there beyond the classroom that they really there's something there that's that's brewing did you have um a teacher or your teachers um were they aware of that in you were they seeing that in you when you were a young child
0: yeah I would say specifically my very first ballet teacher
1: he got me under her wing and
0: um Eventually, she was like, you're too good for me. She was like, oh. I could just send you somewhere else. And I was always very much like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and I actually did end up switching schools. Mm-hmm. She was like, if you're serious about this. Yeah, sure, sure. You should get the right training if you mm-hmm. want to continue to, you know, maybe move
1: on and dance else. Yeah. Wow, she must be so proud, right? She must be really proud. Yes,
0: she is, We actually yeah, keep playing phone tag, and we keep missing each other every time <laughs> she calls me. But I, yeah. I, she leaves me voicemails, and she's
1: she's so proud of me, yeah. and
0: I, I think I'll be forever grateful to her. Yeah.
1: and I, 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 have to say, I, I selfishly love to hear that because of being a teacher, you know. And it, it's, it is. I think there's that um, when you And we talked about this a little bit on the Instagram live when a teacher sees something in one of their students and they have the ability to say to that student, I've taken you as far as you can go. You need to go somewhere else. You need to do X, Y, Z. You know, kudos to all the teachers out there who can do that, you know, and who can really. And that's what we're there for, to nurture the students. But to have like that still, that connection with her, I think that's really wonderful that you keep that. Um, because I, I just know for myself, when I see my students thriving and succeeding at whatever they're doing, I really, I just, I just feel really happy for them and just know that I was a part of that journey, <laughs> some little small part of that journey, which for is sure. really beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
0: I haven't seen her in the flesh in a while but uh-huh. she's traveling with her husband now. She retired actually.
1: Oh, okay. Good for her, right? Yeah. So yeah.
0: I don't know. I just like to connect with her every once in a
1: while. Yeah. I think it's I I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that also says a lot about you, like who you are, you know, like keeping to do your roots and and just your um I think your sense of 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 just who you are, I think that comes across on stage as well, and and we'll get into that later. Um, because I I know you a little bit. I don't know you very well, but from from my interviews with you and from seeing you perform, I get this sense of you that you're just a really down to earth kind of person and a really good person. You know, like you want the best for who's ever around you, and you're um, I think no matter what spotlight you're in, um you're really grounded, you know, I think you're very grounded. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I see that. I think that's really wonderful, wonderful quality to have. Um, but let's talk about, so you now are training a little bit more seriously uh, in your journey and you're starting to, is it, you're starting to fall in love with ballet or are you starting to like, Thank gosh, I think I really want to do this. What, what's happening then in your journey?
0: Um, so I started training with, um, dancers who had danced in New York City Ballet.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So
0: I was very interested then in going to SAB and doing a whole
1: thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
0: have to, I have to do this. I have to be here. Yeah. I fell in love with the balancing technique.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I wanted no more.
1: Mm-hmm. And then talk about that a little bit. Like, I, I would love listeners to know, what is it for you specifically about the Balanchine technique? Because it definitely, the style, I mean, it's a style and technique that, you know, it's synonymous, you know, it, it's there and and not everyone can do it. Not everyone can can really perform it to the extent that it needs to be performed. In my opinion, I, people could disagree with me with that. Um, but tell me for you, what drew you to that? Like what, and now that you're dancing it, what keeps drawing you to it?
0: I mean, these ballets are timeless. Mm -hmm. It's like they, it's as if they were choreographed now. Yeah. Um, they're aging so well. Yeah. I think for me, I'm very lucky with the rep that I get to do, um, there's a, a large spectrum in which I get to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, that's kind of how I think about the Balanchine technique. Obviously there's small nuances. Of course. Mm-hmm. Stuff that are very particular. And I loved diving into that when I was in the school and still mm-hmm. when I'm exploring in a room today. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it's like the wide range of mm-hmm what a ballet
1: can be. Yes, I think that's a good way of putting it, what a ballet can be. Because mm-hmm. there is the traditional story ballet, right? That you're experiencing and presenting. But then so, especially over this past year, so much new work has, or I should say the past couple of years, so much new work has come in and new choreographers, um, which I think is exciting. I think it's exciting for, the dance world as a whole. Um, I think so many things have opened up um, and people are looking. I think people have an eye for dance a little bit differently, or maybe it's just a little bit more astutely than they have in the past because we're so much more exposed to it, I think, than we have been in the past. Um, you know, but I, I think that's exciting. So here we are a year later from when we first spoke, you know, when we first spoke, we were talking and we were coming out of the, like we were still in the pandemic, but back to live performance, coming out of lockdown and shut down and, you know, in uh, performing on camera. And we were talking about, you know, at that time you were a soloist with New York City Ballet, which is a big deal too, you know, it's a, that's a huge deal. Um, So just talk a little bit about the ranks in the ballet because and then we'll get into your promotion to principal
0: so obviously you start as an apprentice mm-hmm. um, and it's essentially your like trial year and okay they either hire you or not
1: hire you
0: mm-hmm. um and then the court of ballet is next so you really dance with a bunch of people and it's all about staying in lines and being on your counts and all that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then soloist in which you start getting opportunities where you'll have a variation, or mm-hmm. a solo, in different ballets. Um, and then principal, I am trying, I'm like, it's just a, a heightened aspect yeah. of, I don't know what it means to me yet. Right, right, cause it's because it's so new. I, it just mm-hmm. happened, but um, I think for me, it's I'm starting to explore more okay. about myself as an artist when I'm in the room oh. on a daily basis. Right, that's exciting, right? It's kind of taking a, a sense of fear away, you know? Oh, okay. The soloist, I felt a little like I always wanted to be perfect. Mm -hmm, mm That perfectionism that I yeah, and I feel like now I can really just like break the boundaries
1: and just go for it. And oh, see, that's exciting. That is freeing. Yeah, yeah. And I think too. I mean, I imagine you know when you are coming up through the ranks like that. And you are, so you, I would imagine you feel eyes on you because you are being watched and are they considering you? Are they not considering you? Who's watching you and who's not, you know? So I imagine, you know, that kind of pressure. I just know when students in the classroom, you know, when I would walk into a classroom and they knew like the artistic director came in, you know, (laughs) Miss Joanne came in, you know, they were like, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's just me, <laughs> you know, like that's how I would feel, but they have that perception, you know, um, and when you talk about perfectionism, I think, you know, sometimes I think that gets a bad rap because I understand the bad rap part. I understand we don't, you know, cause it can lead to so many problems. We know that, you know, um, just in, in life <laughs> it can lead to problems, but in the dance world, it has led to so many problems, but I think I think when when a dancer, an artist, and maybe you agree or disagree, wants to um, perfect, maybe it's perfecting your artistry or perfecting your technique as opposed to being perfect. You know, because I I think dancers, you know, and and dance, it's it's movement. So we're constantly moving. So it's going to be different. And it's going to, you know, we're going to have those days that are a little harder than one day to the next um but i think you know perfecting it maybe to to have that word as opposed to to perfection um i don't know maybe that's a a different approach to to it um i don't know what your thoughts are on that how do you feel about that
0: no i i agree i like that i was trying to think of another way it's like you go into the studio every day and you mm-hmm. put in all this work so maybe it's not perfectionism it's mm-hmm it's the work that you're putting in
1: and the discipline. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you know, you think about it, it's your body is your livelihood and it's gotta be at its peak at all times, right? It's gotta be at its peak at at any moment. You have to be able to be on Mm -hmm. and it's exhausting. You know, your body is like, is, is exhausted, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, but it's, that's part of the, part of the training, you know, but I think that the old, I'm going to say it. I'm going to, I'm going to say it, you know, that the old world of perfectionism, like I think if we start to change that, um, you know, those conversations around it. And, and I, I think so much more is available to dancers um, to, to avoid that, you know, to have help with their mental health and, and everything. Cause it is, it's the whole thing because you're, you're in your head so much. Right. I don't mean you specifically, but a dancer, for sure. You're in the mirror, you're in your head, you're in the corrections that you're getting. And that's a lot. That's a lot to, to take, you know. Um, yeah, you really have to like, the advice, the best advice I brought was
0: really just like put on your blinders and zone in on yourself. Yeah. Like what you can do every day to you know, get you to the next day to be the better, a better dancer, a better artist, a better person.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah.
0: I kind of, I I don't know. I like that
1: idea. Yeah. No, I I think it's exciting. And so now when you are soloist and, you know, promotion, is, is there a buzz that promotions are coming? Does it come? Do you know before they announce, I always wondered that. Do you know before they announce it that night on stage do you have an idea how does that happen I mean I think it's different for everyone mm-hmm. for
0: each promotion I when I got promoted to soloist um we were doing Sleeping Beauty which is what mm-hmm. we we're doing this time as well and I was doing the same part Oh I gosh did when I got promoted uh-huh. to soloist which is hilarious yeah um, but I got an email the morning before the performance when I was wanted to soloist being okay. like, Peter, Peter wants to speak to you in his oh, okay
1: at a specific right. time. Oh gosh. Does your stomach go? <laughs> yeah,
0: it was kind of like, that's weird. But we were all in a rehearsal for Sleeping Beauty together. Oh, okay. And people started walking around being like, oh, did you, did you get an email? Did you get an email? Um,
1: Okay, Mm -hmm.
0: and there there was a large group that time. Mm -hmm. Um, So, not that we had an idea, but we were kind of like, "Oh, okay, well, there's something going on." Yeah, happening. Yeah, Yeah. this time, I mean, I was completely like taken taken aback by the situation. Not, Uh I. It's just I've been a soloist for so Uh long, and um. Nothing was said to mm-hmm. me, which is totally yeah. And, yeah. Fine. and I was just going about my my roles and my days, and mm-hmm. you know my rep had kind of evolved into dancing and performing most
1: mostly principal roles. Yes, I had seen that too. I was watching, you know, I was like, "Well, she's on the track." <laughs> yeah, I was
0: like, "Well, you know." I'm either going to be a soloist who does this incredible rep, mm-hmm. or maybe one day I'll be a principal dancer. You mm-hmm. know, of no how I went into my every day. Yeah. Um, so the last day of the season, we're, like, getting ready for the last act, and...
1: Um, oh, gosh. It's in the middle of the performance? Oh, yeah. We, had,
0: oh. <laughs> we didn't do the promotion then, but... Oh. Rep director who I work closely with he came up to me. I was warming up, and she, Katie Tracy and she goes, oh. Hey, um, you're a part of that like campaign shoot, um, tomorrow, right? And I was like, Yeah, and she goes, Oh, well, can you wait around after the show because John's making some changes?
1: Oh, okay,
0: like, oh, okay, that's okay. interesting. yeah, yeah, um, and
1: then.
0: I don't know. I was just trying to get ready for the show. I
1: was yeah, like, of course. Right. You catch your yeah. mind, did it? Yeah.
0: But I saw her
1: go up to this
0: other person. Mm-hmm. As well, and I saw her chatting, but I didn't, I wasn't close enough to know yeah. what she was saying. Um, and then they called for places. So I, I went, I'm the only person on my side of the stage. So okay. The um, we did our section of the jewels and something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I go to the other side and I'm watching the rest of the play. Oh my gosh. And um, this one, this other person comes up to me and she was like, did Katie talk to you? And I was like, yeah, did she talk to you? And then and our, one of our friends was like, oh my God, you guys getting promoted. And I was like, don't say that. I was Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they waited until after the show. Wow. They pulled us all into a group mm-hmm. and um, told us that we were New York City
1: Ballet's newest principal dancers. Wow. And so then, was it the next performance they announced it on stage? Like, when does it get announced on stage then? Or is that the same? It was huh. the
0: same time. Yeah. Oh,
1: wow. They told us, and
0: then the PR people were bringing me to my dressing room to ha- have an interview with the New York times.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. So it's like, it's like, uh, yeah, what's happening. Whirlwinds! What? What? Wow. That's exciting though. I mean, I think that that is part of the magic of it. Right. I would have imma- because then, I mean, if you knew, right. It, it, I guess
0: you're just
1: how exciting
0: shock and, so excited! I was bawling my eyes. I'm sure, yeah. Oh my gosh! But yeah, it was yeah very very exciting. And I do have to say that I'm so happy mm-hmm. that I have had this like extended period of being a soloist. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just it means a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, I put that work in. I can yes be really proud of that.
1: Yeah, and you should be, you know, and it's, it's like the training ground, you know, it's really, especially, especially having gone through COVID, you know, like, it's, I always call those the lost years, like, I can't believe I'm saying that now, you know, but it's, you know, you did, it's like that footprint, you know, you put in, in there and those steps you've taken, I, I, it's it was exciting for me to watch, you know, because I'm always, I always say I'm such a great cheerleader, but I, I love it, you know, and I, I, From last year, I have to say, when I interviewed you last year, I do remember getting off the interview, and I thought to myself, oh, she's going places. (laughs) Like, I, I really did, and I'm not, Emily, I'm not just saying that to you, it was even just on camera, you have this quality, like this quality. And then I had the opportunity to see you dance for the first time. Cause then the season started finally, I think it was the winter season, right? And I had gotten to see you dance, um, was it called summer, Sp- summer space? Is that what it's called? Yes. Summer space, which was, you know, and I had said it during the uh, Instagram live that, you know, modern is, is my, my wheelhouse, you know, and to see you dance that was so exciting. And, it was like I didn't even have to look hard for you. All of a sudden I you like stood out to me. And I kept then thinking, I was like, Is that her? I think that's her. You know, because you know how you're trying to figure out who it's going so fast the movement. You're trying to follow who's where and you know, and and I just remember thinking, Wow, and then following, you know, following your career over the past year, wanting to see you again perform, you know, it just was like I was like, there's just something, you know. And then I finally got to see you perform again, which I was so excited. And my niece met you as well, and she was very excited. And um, I just, I was like, wow. I I, I was waiting to hear. I was so delighted to hear your promotion. Is my long winded way of saying that, you know. So I think it's, uh, yeah, it's really wonderful, and it's so exciting. Um, and and tell me, like, because I know you you had said that. You're not even sure what that means because it's so new. Like, you know, for you as an artist and just you, it's got to settle in because you're preparing now for the season, right, to open. So you'll be performing your first time as a principal, right?
0: So we had a tour in Madrid. Oh, oh,
1: right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I had my
0: first performance as a principal dancer
1: there. Oh, how was that? I mean, this is going to be funny,
0: but I wiped out no did you i wiped out and the john Stafford came back and he was like you know what you were really going for it. Yeah. yeah it
1: happens right it happens
0: like you become a principal dancer and you're just like
1: oh my gosh that's funny oh no and it's you know is it one of those things where the audience is like huh? and then you you
0: so it was actually a pretty slow fall. Which oh, okay. okay. I don't know. Everything's moving very quickly. Yeah. I kind of was just like, Ooh.
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I was dropped once. If that makes you feel any better. I was tossed right over somebody's shoulder and you know, how do you recover from that? Right. You just, you, you gotta, just,
0: you gotta do, just
1: gotta do it. Right. Yeah. So that's right. So I, for- I had forgotten about that. So that's exciting. So, and then now, so it was better that it was there. It was oh, better that sure. it was there. For sure. <laughs> right. And so now, so so the season was season open next, is it next week? The season opens or two weeks. So okay. that's exciting. And um, tell us about how, you know, because I know you get your rehearsal schedule right a couple days before, or just you or weekly, or however that works. Tell us about that. Like what is that? I guess you're used to it now, but tell listeners what that is like week to week for you. Um,
0: well, actually, so when I first joined the company, um, you only got your schedule the day before.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: So changed since then. And now um, we get it every, it's like two days uh-huh. prior. To okay. Today we got Thursday's schedule. Okay. today so.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Um,
0: and I heard like way back on the day they would have to call in and listen to like the whole day's oh. schedule.
1: On oh, like- right. Yeah. The olden days. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. good.
0: That's how it happens. And then we get casting. Um,
1: oh yeah. Casting. Yeah.
0: Casting comes to us like two weeks before.
1: Wow. That- okay. So wh- I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? I didn't want yeah. cut- to interrupt you. Oh, So when you get casting two weeks before, is it, do you then start rehearsals in that role? Or is it, I guess if it's a new role, you start rehearsals then. But Or have you learned these roles already and then you get cast? And how does that work? So a lot of the time you will have been rehearsing a part before you get cast. Oh, okay. So you have some knowledge of it. Not two weeks to...
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just to say, wow.
0: Sometimes you, it's it's different depending on the situation, but most of the time, you have more than that.
1: Mm-hmm. two week a lot time. Right, right. So, And then how about when um, casting changes at the last... Will, will, will it change at the last minute for, I guess, a multitude of reasons? Is that what happens when casting... Because ch- I know sometimes casting will go out and or on the website, it'll say who's cast in a role, then it'll change. Uh, I guess that's just a multitude of, of reasons for that, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So even last season when you saw me in Faust...
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I got a call like a morning on the way to work and I think I had a full week uh-huh or a week okay and a half before the ballet went but it was
1: uh-huh.
0: you know the person who was supposed to do it pulled out and or got injured uh,
1: okay something happened yeah something yeah
0: Happened, and I was on the rehearsal schedule with a friend of mine and we mm-hmm. had a little um it wasn't an audition because
1: they had yeah they know how we dance. Sure, sure. But they still want to see, right? Yeah. Very- make sure everything's good together. Wow. Wow. But I guess, you know, that's the life of it. So you just kind of have to go with that, go with the flow, so to speak. Hey. Right? Yeah.
0: You know, you can think that you have the night off
1: and you're going an to need you're called in. And- yeah. And you're not going to say, no, you got to, right? You want to, <laughs> right? You're like- let, and and let's talk about that Faust when I came to see that because you know I was so excited to see Firebird on the program because Firebird's like one of my all time favorite favorite ballets ever you know. <laughs> And then I didn't know if you were dancing it. I just saw that it came up on the program and I got tickets right away. I said, I don't even know. I'm just getting tickets. I'm not sure if she's performing. I'm going to hope she is. You know, I'm just going to get tickets. And then I think you were originally cast for Firebird. And then that changed. Um, but that was, you again, you know, my niece is so funny because she's like, she cries at everything. Because I get so moved when I go see a performance. I do. I just, I mean, there's so many things, you know, going on, especially if I'm seeing somebody that I'm, you know, if I'm going specifically for someone, you know, I'm, I'm almost like going through it with them, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm like, okay, I hope everything's okay. And yes. you know, then I'm, I, at the same time, I want to, I want to be attentive and watching some <laughs> performance, you know. Um, but that was, you know, that was quite a night because I think there were what, what was it? Three or four different thing. I can't remember three or four different things on the program. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about that. So I, my, the, here's my question about it. It's like this silly little question, you know, I'm, what, how, why does the, all the hair come down? I get it when it's going on the, the frenetic of it, you know, but then I'm, and I'm like, why? I always think to myself now, why would the choice be now as opposed to before? This is just my, like, Choreography, I, <laughs> you know, do you know why that is? I actually, I know it's a silly question. <laughs> I don't
0: remember the story because I know, like, in Serenade, mm-hmm. the, the, the waltz girl, her hair fell out. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah became
0: a part of the ballet yeah but i was not really sure
1: yeah I wasn't sure if it was the free you know that freedom and that what you know that wild abandon kind of you know I it's probably all of that but I just was like now why didn't they do that sooner and then I'm like pay attention Javan, pay attention <laughs> you know because I get caught up in all those aspects of it only because of teaching you know what I mean right. I I think of all those things but that was you know that was that was a beautiful performance. I mean, really, you know, really beautiful. And we had great seats. We were really close. We were down. Usually, I like to sit a little farther back, just because I like to see or up, and I like to see onto the stage. But this we happened to be um, a little bit closer, and um, just the whole thing, you know, and and seeing Firebird that evening too was. It all brought me to tears, all of it, you know, and and that how when you hear that, I don't mean me specifically anybody telling you like that performance brought me to tears. What's that like to hear as as a performer? I mean, I think since I've been doing this
0: professionally, mm-hmm. that's my favorite part. Is- I want to make people feel something that yeah. they don't feel maybe all the time. Yeah. Or it's like a different feeling or, I mean, it's incredible that we can do something like that for people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very special thing I think when um an audience is moved to whether it's to laughter or tear whatever that's the that's the point of it you know of wanting to move your audience right um and I I find myself too I don't know how you feel because I know everybody wants to see you and we wanted to see you too and finally meet you you know um but I, I always when I go see a performance I always need like a moment after like I need time to and I haven't danced it. I'm the audience member. But I really need, like, the whole ride home to kind of just process everything I've just seen and felt and experienced inside the theater. So that's got to be, like, tenfold as a performer. Can you talk about that?
0: For sure. I mean, I have a nice commute home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I I live in Williamsburg. So oh, I just- okay. Okay two trains
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um to get home and it's about 35 minutes Mm -hmm. it can be a little more it can be a little less, but it's actually i used to just want to be home so Mm -hmm. but i feel like it's become a part of my routine and like coming down from that like adrenaline that you're
1: running on during it yes yes yeah it really is. Yes. The sun is shining in here right now all of a sudden it moved. Sorry. But yeah, it talk about that more. I like it. It's like part of your, like your,
0: yeah, it just feels good. I mean, some days I'll like, so point shoes on the way home. Oh, okay. My, my little puppy, one of them with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he sits in his little bag and, or I'll listen to music or mm-hmm. I'll just like sit and think about, you know, just like coming down from yeah, the
1: adrenaline and everything. Yeah. 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 I text my
0: fiance and he's uh-huh. already asking me about like what I want for dinner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. I, and I, I think that's a, a, you know, for, for listeners to hear too. Cause I, I think that's one of the beautiful things about dance. I'm sorry about this light here. There's nothing I could do about it. It's like the sun moved all the way over there. Okay. I forgot. I forgot about that window. Um, You know, the beautiful thing about dance um, is, you know, it really, it touches such, such depths of the human emotions. And I think um, now more than ever, I think people are really tapping into that um, and really wanting to, to experience um, beauty and, and just having, not having to talk, but to have their emotions come out of them. You know, in a way, and dance always does that, you know, dance, uh, I think more than any, cause the, the body is that vehicle that we do it with, you know, I think is a really special, um, a special way, way that we, that, that occurs and happens. I don't know if you feel that way, um, to, or what you think
0: or your thoughts
1: are on that.
0: I mean, it's, it is nice to not have to like, think about what you're going to say, And I don't know, not have to use your words, you know, you just use your body. And and, and every day is different, like you said. And um, each piece that we perform is different. And you can, you know, express something
1: different each time, Mm -hmm. which is
0: pretty incredible.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, and just talk about a little bit about um, as a principal now, because I know you say you're, you're still getting your feet wet, so to speak, with that. But um, what are you do you have, you know, goals, what you want it to be like for you, what you want that experience I know you said earlier on you know that freedom you feel a bit you know a more sense of freedom that you just go in the studio and you're working and and you to develop your artistry um but what do you do you, what do you want Emily Garrity the principal dancer to to be known for is there something do you have a goal like that
0: I just want to continue to be the best role model I can be for the generations that are coming up. Yeah. And I want to really instill in people that like hard work pays off. And even though I'm, you know, technically a principal dancer now, like that work doesn't stop. Yeah. That work continues. and Even more so, right? Totally. Totally. I'm like so eager, so excited.
1: Mm -hmm. I just want to keep, building upon yeah yeah. it's a whole new chapter for you right a whole new like it's almost I see I mean this isn't you know me looking looking at the role of a principal dancer that like a whole new world opens up to you almost like the world opens up you know this whole platform maybe it's the the word is platform this whole platform of of so many wonderful uh, probably opportunities and and uh, using your, really using your voice for something and, and just being that role model, which I think is a, is a really wonderful thing. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think the image is, it's it's a funny image too. I spoke to a retired dancer. Um, I recorded a, a podcast with her. Um, I guess it was a couple weeks ago and she talked about, she was relating, I haven't released it yet. She, she was relating um, how, she was she just finished um i think it was swan lake she just finished dancing swan lake and it was snowing out and she had a commute home and she had to go pick up her son and she had gotten all these flowers you know and she was walking through the snow with the with the baby in the carriage and all of a sudden the wheel on the stroller broke and the flowers fell out of it and she said here she looked up and she thought here i just was like all dressed up and the audience was, you know, standing and applauding and throwing flowers. And and now here I am, you know, like like the the reality of it, like you're, here's my life. Like it's, you're just going home on the train, still being Emily, you know, and that's a, right. It's, it's kind of neat. I think, I think that's just, I find that really endearing, you know, because sometimes we forget that you're, I don't mean when I say you, like, dancers performers are real people you know in the end I think who want to share their stories you know yeah 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 is there anything any words of wisdom or advice or you would like to leave the listeners with you've already said so much
0: (laughs) I'm trying to think I, I know as soon as we hang up I'll be like I know I
1: should have said this I could I could type it in our little uh you know, the little writer. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh,
1: I just honestly, like, I don't
0: my big thing too in the studio, yeah. I, um it's better for me to sometimes face away from the mirror. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't judge myself. hmm Which can be yeah. like I I felt, I felt that, that um if I was having a day where I was judging myself too harshly about like what I saw, mm-hmm. um, I would just face away.
1: Oh, that's a good tip. Yeah, and
0: it totally changes the yeah. way you... I feel like it becomes like more of a performance versus mm-hmm. like staring at yourself in the mirror number one. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just something that has really helped me. Yeah.
1: I think that's great because it, it, it almost becomes, instead of it becoming external. It becomes something really internal that you have to really think about what you're portraying as opposed to what you are seeing,
0: yeah. um,
1: you know, and I think that then expands it to we used to do that in modern class. My, the the uh, choreographer I used to dance with, he used to um, cover the mirror all the time, like there were times and I would take my contact lenses out so I wouldn't see that's smart we have can you
0: imagine a friend who does that she's okay. getting more of my contacts today
1: yeah and I think that now I think oh boy but I just would just I said I don't want to I just want to feel it I want to feel what's happening yeah yeah you know speaking of modern I have another just one quick question for you are there any other um you know it was so great I love seeing that Cunningham piece is there any more modern or contemporary pieces uh, going to be on the program like that, you know, from, from a choreographer like that? Trying to think. I'm not sure about
0: exactly that. We're doing this season, we have, like, a few sneaker ballets on the program. Okay. Um, and those are always very fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a couple of Justin Peck sneaker ballets. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I'm trying to, I'm like, what else goes? <laughs> like my brain. Yeah, I know, everything that's going on. No, but I really appreciate it. I I always love chatting with you. I certainly love watching you dance. Um, I want to get, you know, get back there again. I'm sure I'll have Allie with me. (laughs) She she loves to come. She loves to come. And she really enjoyed watching you dance too. So, um, yeah, because it's new for her. You know, she, she wasn't, she didn't grow up dancing. And she asked me, um, like when I started doing the Instagram live, she said, I really want to go and learn more. So I try to take her take her as much as I can with me when I go. Yeah. Trying to make my rounds. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, so Emily, thank you so much. Um, You know, congratulations on your promotion. Um, Congratulations on your upcoming wedding. Right. You're getting married soon. It's just exciting. Right. Exciting. And lots of good things coming your way. And um, yeah, just all, all the best and, and um, it's always a delight to have you on and to to talk with you. Um, and I'm sure I will I will see you at Lincoln Center. Yeah. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Absolutely. I just want to thank all the listeners and thank everybody for tuning in to Dance Talk with Joanne Carey. Make sure to follow us, like us, and share, share, share. Thank you so much, Emily. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.